This edition of NBA Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% positive bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get a free one shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free one shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, and NBA back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me at the Ryan McKee. I am still living the high life with the sun, 7 and 0 in the bubble, riding high. They can still get into the playoffs with the Grizzlies having lost yesterday. Uh, real close game with the Trailblazers Mavericks. Did you get to watch that one, Zach? Yeah, that was a fucking unbelievable game. Um, that was a great game um, and a highlight of what's been a weird week in bubble basketball. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what was it? Um, Lillard had to score 41 points against that like second tier 76ers team just to beat them by a few. He had to score 51 points against that Mavericks team, but it just seems like. I think it was 51 and 61. Oh, th- you know what? You're yeah. Right. <laughs> I got it wrong. I was it was fifty one points and then sixty one points against the Mavericks, which just seems insane. I mean, he is on another level right now. Yeah, he's on an absolute tear. And look, I mean, Kristaps Porzingis was in a world of hurt after getting absolutely diced on a pick and roll by Dame yesterday. He could not handle himself out on the floor. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I also want to ask: Is the Giannis the, the Giannis headbutt on Mo Wagner? the Draymond Green, LeBron James ball tap moment for the Phoenix Suns playoff hopes. (laughs) Because now Memphis is going to be able to face a Giannis free Bucks team. (laughs) You know what? I didn't think of it that way. But now (laughs) that I can see the correlation. Um, And, you know, I didn't really expect the Bucks to play Giannis much regardless. But, I mean, what a useless headbutt to, to, like, a – I mean – I don't know. I mean, such a second, like third tier player, the, the best, the best, arguably the best player in the league going after like Wagner. Like, who cares about that guy? I didn't, I mean, I just saw the highlight. I wasn't watching the game. Were you watching the game at the time? I was watching it. I'm a big Mo Wagner fan. I'm a Michigan fan. Uh, so shout out to Pro Blue. And he's developed nicely in Washington. But yeah, he loves to start shit. And just a weird, just a weird move by Giannis. 
he he recognized that after the game he was asked about it and I know he said to a reporter like you know I regret that immediately I don't know what I was thinking so good to see the maturity on his end but it will be very interesting um the possibility how many times does an NBA player say oh yeah I totally do not regret that headbutt <laughs> exactly yeah the headbutt is a is a rogue move to pull out so you know but but look I think it's it's very understated how absolutely crazy it would be if the Grizzlies go, you know, two and six and the Suns go eight and no and, and the Grizzlies still end up getting in on a headbutt. But um, you know, we'll have to see tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't give the Grizzlies I mean, we'll get into that game in a second. We're gonna uh actually we're gonna preview all of tomorrow's games up top. Uh we have lines for three of the games right now. It is uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now on Wednesday. So we'll give you as much information as we as we can. And then we uh Zach and I are gonna get into our all bubble teams. Uh hint, hint, probably both of us are gonna include Damian Lillard since we're both uh talking so highly of him. But yep. We are talking uh, our all bubble teams. We picked five players that we think have performed the best. And then we'll talk a little bit about uh, going into the playoffs, if we can expect their play to be at the same level uh, to figure out whether we should do player props for them or not moving forward into the playoffs. So let's go ahead and get started with the first game on the slate for tomorrow. We have the Washington Wizards versus the Boston Celtics. Now, the Washington Wizards, uh, if they lose this tomorrow, what, they'll go winless in the bubble, right? Is this their last game, Zach? Yeah, this is for 0-8 here. Um, and I, I think, look, if you look at this game, we have a line of 10 right now, Boston fair by 10, 10 and a half. But, you know, what's your philosophy going into these last games? For, for the teams that are on their way out of the bubble, so you have Washington, um, you know, New Orleans, Sacramento, do you see this as like a, okay, give it your all because it's your last game or give up because, you know, you're, you're going on summer vacation in about 24 hours? I mean, I don't know. You've been really touting this uh, Wizards culture uh, <laughs> coming into the bubble. Uh, I have not seen, I mean, outside of uh, Wagner getting, you know, talking shit to Giannis, I haven't seen a whole lot of effort. I mean, Tom, Thomas Bryant's been good. Ish Smith's had his moments. Uh, they've certainly... I'm not going to say they've given up. I just think that they've been just, it's not fair to them. They they weren't given enough talent to come into this bubble, period. They've only covered one spread. Am I correct by saying that? I think I think they might be two and five against the spread, but still not, you know, not as, not as well as I've been touting them pre-bubble. I think uh, this is a really tough game because, you know, you have teams that are locked into playoff seating who are kind of coasting into the playoffs and you have, very questionable motivation on both ends. At 10 and a half, I can't see myself taking a favorite in a game where we don't know if either team is trying. So I would probably take Washington here, although those have been my famous last words, all bubble. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. Uh, it, it, they've already announced that Boston is sitting all their starters plus Marcus Smart. So you're going to have uh, Wanamaker, Hunter, Ojale, and the Williams brothers really playing. So... And it seems like it might be actually kind of an even matchup with the Wizards. Now, Cantor is known for kind of going off in these weird games. So I would watch out for Cantor. And if you're, if you're thinking of playing DFS, 
tomorrow. I think Cantor is a great play at $4,800 on DraftKings. Um, so Cantor is the only thing I would kind of be like, oh, maybe that could be a weird, like crazy Cantor game. But I right now I'm going Wizards and taking the 10 and a half points since they're since Boston seems like they're just going to coast. Yeah, if, if this is the line tomorrow, I actually will be locking up the Wizards at 10 and a half. Um, just, just, to, just, to, just to lock them up one last time here before we say goodbye to the uh, Washington Wizards. Yeah. You what? Uh, how many times overall in these seven games have you take, ended up taking them? I had said Wizards last time, last time I locked them up in 2020. <laughs> uh, Shay, you sit there? Um, And, I've okay. definitely taken How them at least six times. How many times do you think times, you've taken I the I, Wizards? Because, I, 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 look, I, I can't quit them. Uh, it's funny. I, I like to be a smart uh, better, but I there are certain teams that I get attached to their culture. I can't quit them. I've been doing that with Denver for the last four years, although that one's actually paid off for me a little bit. On, then we're both leaning Wizards and taking the points. And now we're going to take a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsor. We'll be right back. Who is desperate enough to get in some wagers on Marvel 01 Marvel races? I mean, we've been with sports for so long. I know what it was. I was betting on Marvels. But this week, we're in for a treat with three of four major sports back in action. MLB, NBA, NHL have all resumed play with no fans in the stands. But we're taking advantage of some of those early game lines with MyBookie. Plus, MyBookie just brought back the deposit match bonus so you can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll. And the best part is, when you roll with MyBookie, it's simple. You bet, you win, and they pay. There's a reason I tell people to visit MyBookie, and that's because it's the only online sports book that asks the questions you and your friends actually want to put money on. Are Giannis and the Bucks a lock to represent the East in the finals? Who is going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi? Debating with your buzz is cool, but all that is nothing if you don't throw a little cash on it. Line, prop bet, futures, my bookie's got them all. Trust me, this is the one place you want to be to be putting down money this season. So join today. MyBookie.ag will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Just enter promo code SGP when signing up. Remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Next game, we have the Sacramento Kings versus the L.A. Lakers. Now, this game I'll probably avoid watching. Um, Sacramento only has two wins in the bubble, if you even count that Pelicans win from yesterday with Pelicans sitting most of their players. Um, it looks like Kings right now, they are, they've already announced that they're uh, sitting Bazemore, Holmes, and Fox. Uh, it looks like LeBron and AD are probably going to sit out. I have no idea what the line is going to be on this, but I imagine it's going to be something like Sixers, or I mean, I'm sorry, Lakers by six or seven points. Uh, any thoughts here, or can we just move on? Yeah, I think we can move on. I I, I saw De'Aaron Fox probably won't be playing, um, but yeah, King, the Kings have been weird from an effort perspective, all bubble. Um, I would probably lean Lakers here. I mean, that kind of Kuzma shot, I have to say, was pretty big for their spirits overall and kind of like lifted the mood of their season, I would say. Yeah, I do think that the uh, backup guys and the younger guys definitely want to try to prove themselves for, uh, for LeBron. So yeah. if LeBron and AD sit, um, I could I could definitely see the likes of like Quinn Cook and 
uh, you know, some of those guys who have questionable playing minutes coming in, going into the playoffs are really going to want to step up and do their best against this team. And the Kings just, I mean, I've been calling them the sad sack Kings and they, they are, I don't know. I don't, I don't see them trying very hard. I, I, uh, Buddy Heald just seems completely checked out. Even you would have thought Buddy Heald would have a good game yesterday with Fox uh, sitting out. I think he had 11 points or something like that, which is nothing. So Yeah, and they're on the hook for four more years of Buddy Heal. He signed a big extension, um, which is looking horrible for the Kings organization. Kings fans have to be hating that one right now. Okay, moving yeah. on. Um, Memphis Grizzlies versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, uh, this is one we already touched on earlier coming in. Uh, we have yet to see a spread. Um but Memphis, I mean, they've only had one good game in this entire bubble, and that was against OKC. And OKC was playing a lot of their starters, but uh, OKC ended up playing a lot of their reserves high minutes in that one as well. Uh, I mean, Grizzlies have to win this, otherwise they can fall completely out of the play-in game if, the, uh, if Portland and the Suns both win. Uh, where are you going with this? I mean... Uh, I don't know why the Bucks would have a reason to to win. So you're right. This Giannis's headbutt on Wagner could be uh, Draymond Green's uh, ball kick to uh, LeBron, but I don't know. Yeah, well, 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 like you said, I mean, similarly to the Lakers, the even the Bucks scrubs are pretty decent. I mean, I, I liked what I saw. They they put up 126. I thought I know it was against Washington. I'm not trying to compare Memphis to Washington here, but. You know, without Jaron Jackson, I think Memphis is closer to being a bad team than they are being to a playoff team. Um, agree. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would guess Memphis probably is a short favorite here um, with Giannis out. Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess I could see that. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the rest of who is playing, if, like, Eric Bledsoe and Chris yeah. are, are going to be starting or not, if they got uh, Brooke Lopez playing, but... You're right. I could see with the Bucks, um, some of the reserves wanting to really step up and, and you know, get in uh, Coach Bud's ear about getting some playing time in the playoffs. So I think those yeah, I, I, I also have it. This has more to play for, for sure. Yeah. I also, another angle I'd heard is that um, Taylor Jenkins, Memphis's coach, comes from the Mike Budenholzer, you know, Spurs coaching tree. And Taylor Jenkins is a former Milwaukee Bucks assistant. So, um, that is definitely something to keep an eye on here. Maybe Milwaukee lets their man slide and, you know, lets Memphis gets this dub to get in and, and doesn't play Middleton and Bledsoe. I like that angle. I like that angle. Okay, well, <laughs> look, I'm going to look to bet the, the Grizzlies. I'm going to root against the Grizzlies, but I'll probably bet them, so I'm happy either way. Um, <laughs> Watching you process that that as a Suns fan was very funny. You just go, I like that angle. While just a <laughs> cloud comes over your face and you realize the Grizzlies are probably <laughs> – I'm I'm just I'm I'm trying to be very positive. Even if the Suns go eight now, you know, still we'll have a like a fairly good chance in like the lottery odds. And I'm I'm trying to be positive that you know <laughs> into the off season, and it's not just like a a huge cloud hanging over them. Like when is Booker going to demand to be gone? At least this will keep that narrative off a little bit longer. So yep. Uh, next game we have San Antonio Spurs versus the Utah Jazz. I'm not sure. If the the Jazz can't move down at this point, Dallas, uh, after losing to Portland, they're locked into the playoff or the seventh seed right now. So um, 
I don't think the Jazz have anything to play for at all here. Well, they could still get to the five. Um, but do they want? Two. And and they don't want to get to the five, which I was going to say. So, um, you know, the incentives kind of line. I think Utah wants to lose this game, especially if OKC loses to Miami tonight. Um, and San Antonio, obviously a must-win game. So I, I think San Antonio goes off here as probably a pretty sizable favorite. Um didn't these teams play pretty recently here in the bubble? Yeah, they, they and the, the Spurs got off an eight-point win against the Jazz, uh, who were without Donovan Mitchell. Um, they, they were actually without, they were without all their starters. But uh, San Antonio, I think, will come in here as a big favorite, and I will like them to cover that spread. I like that, too. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, picking the Spurs as well there. Okay, Uh, New Orleans Pelicans versus the Orlando Magic. I didn't even do any research on this. Nobody even cares. But uh, (laughs) do you have a a quick knee jerk you want to throw out here now? I think I I like the Magic here, minus four and a half. I mean, the Pelicans have had their energy's been off throughout the bubble. I think this is likely Alvin Gentry's last game coaching the Pelicans. And we can, well, I was again to that more down the line, but um, yeah, we're very weird bubble for the Pelicans. Yeah. Doesn't it seem like Ty Lue is just the presumptive coach for next season for the Pelicans. Yeah. Especially with ties, David Griffin and um, you know, he would be, he would be, he would be a good candidate obviously as a ring. Um, but you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Alvin Gentry. I was surprised that he could not make it work, but I understand the need for a change a voice in the room. Well, I, yes, I get it. I mean, I, I like Gentry as a Suns fan. I liked him when, you know, he was a, a assistant coach. He was a head coach. I liked him the whole time. He's a very charismatic guy. You would think he would have been able to figure it out. Just never quite got it together. Not all his fault. Clearly the Zion injury this season, uh, things might've gone a lot differently had Zion never got injured, but uh, I guess word out there is that uh, David Griffin you know, he had, he had brought in Ty Lue to Cleveland because he needed, quote-unquote, an adult in the room to stand up to the star players. Uh, star players meaning, you know, LeBron, of course. And so I guess if uh, LeBron will listen to Ty Lue, I, I imagine all the Pelicans stars will listen to Ty Lue. So, yeah, I, I, I go ahead and if you can find uh, odds on that or who will be Pelicans player, any weird sports books have uh, who will be the Pelicans head coach next season and Ty Lue, go ahead and uh, grab those odds right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Trailblazers minus nine versus the Nets. Now, if the Trailblazers lose and the other two team at the end, the Suns and the Memphis win, I think the Trailblazers can still drop out, but this is the last game of the night. So they're already know whether they need to even win or not. So this is a hard one to even start handicapping now. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think if, if Brooklyn tries, I, I would probably take Brooklyn with the points here. Um, this ends up being the spread. Brooklyn's looked pretty feisty in the bubble. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, look, Dame Willard is a fucking savage, and he's not – he did not come this far to lose to the Nets. I mean, I, they're not losing this game. Uh, so, I definitely – if you have any money line parlays or open spots in your money line parlays, uh, Blazers ML um, is a good one to throw in there. Um, but yeah, the, the, if the line holds at eight or nine, I would probably take the nets with the spread with the points, but Portland's winning this ball game. I mean, they're making the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess, I guess it could still matter 
if they get the eighth or the ninth seed based on who wins, who loses. So they might not totally know, but yeah, so I don't, I don't think Portland can get the nine because they already have the. So if Portland wins, they get the eight, and if they lose, the only way they they would get the nine is if Phoenix and San Antonio also lose. I don't know. Like we said, it's complicated. <laughs> with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new users a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stand under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There is no better way put your MMA knowledge to the test and to compete for a free shot at $1 million in total prizes. But if MMA isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy contests for all sports that have returned to action. Plus, new this year, DraftKings just launched Best Ball Contest for Football. If you aren't familiar with Best Ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get a free one shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. That's promo code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Okay, so our final game that we are going to preview for tomorrow. This is the bet. QL game of the week. Make sure you head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head over to betql.co and enter pr- the promo code SGP20 for 20% off your subscription. So, uh, our BetQL game of the week, I picked it. So, of course, it's going to be the Suns. We've got the Dallas Mavericks versus the Suns. We do not have a firm line on this yet. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks are officially locked into the seventh seed in the Western Conference. Uh, that doesn't mean they won't still want a little revenge against the Suns since uh, the Suns beat them earlier in the bubble uh, by just two points. So, uh, you know, according to BetQL right now, uh, the against the spread records for the Mavericks this season are 40 and 34. Uh, against the spread record for the Suns is 36 5. Are 36, 35, and 1. So, you know, they're against the spread records a little bit closer than their straight-up records this season. Uh, Mavericks cover 54% of the time. Suns cover 50.7% of the time. Um, Now, Luka had 40 points in the last game against the Suns, and they still lost. He had uh, 11 assists, which means he still was still, you know, getting other teammates involved. He wasn't just jacking it himself still uh Kristaps only had or Kristaps had 30 points and uh the only other Mavs player in double digits was Seth Curry with 16 so really that scurry that scoring was all uh lumped on just three players uh what overall I mean Luca's stats look great in the bubble their win percentage not so much where are you at with Luca right now I'm very still very high on Luca. I mean, the amount he has had a couple, like you said, a couple of fantastic performances, a couple of rough performances, um, and I, I definitely do have a Dallas Maverick on my all bubble team. So we'll get to that later. Um, but you know, 
look in this matchup, I, I actually really like, you know, I really like what the Suns can do to Dallas. Uh, like you said, they, 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 they really, they convincingly beat Dallas earlier in the bubble. I'm sure, I know you watched that whole game, but Phoenix looked like the better team. And obviously there are rest questions here for Dallas. Um, but you know, I like Phoenix's ability. If everyone goes for Dallas, I like Phoenix's ability to go get this game. I think Devin Booker, similarly to Dame, puts a lot of pressure on, on Dallas's bigs to cover out on the floor, and, and they struggle to do so in pick-and-roll defense. Um, and, you know, Mikhail Bridges is going to lock up Luka if he plays. He is an incredible perimeter defender, like we said, and he is willing to take on a one-on-one matchup and step up to the, to the plate. So, obviously, rest questions, but I, I like Phoenix in this game, and I think they will give it their all for 8-0 eight, eight in the bubble here. Yeah, I mean, of course, I'm going to agree with you. I was also going to say the Suns much better at moving the ball around than Dallas was in the last game. They had five players in double digits, and that is not including DeAndre Ayton, who had a bad game against the Mavericks. And still, I mean, he only ended up playing 20 minutes. He had a tough time staying on the floor. I think he could, you know, I think he could bounce back, have a better game for them and uh, really be an asset. Uh, right now, Mavericks are saying that uh, Seth Curry and Przingis are questionable. I would imagine if they're banged up, they would probably sit. Maybe just Luca goes for them. Um, I'm not sure. And also, the last thing I wanted to say, uh, according to BetQL, both of these teams are uh, five and two in the bubble with games going over the point total. So definitely look for that. Yeah, I think over here looks really good. Um... We don't have a line, obviously, but the Suns are a team that likes to get up and down, and um, both these teams can really score it. And like like we've been saying all bubble, if motivation is not there for Dallas, they're still going to try to get buckets. They're going to rest on defense, um, you know, if they're not trying to go hard. So so it really opens the door for some nice overlooks when when one team is a little bit checked out. We could have a very, very high-scoring game tomorrow, and that will make it fun, even if – uh, Dallas's stars don't play. Um, anything else we want to say about any of these games before we move on to our all bubble teams? No, I, I definitely um, just talking about this Phoenix and Portland and Memphis. I mean, this this playing games setup is going to be really fun this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I know we're going to be doing a deep dive on those games on our pod. So I could be in a really really dark headspace or a really really <laughs> exciting headspace tomorrow when we record our uh, Friday game previews. So uh, I'll just uh, apologize in advance if uh, that could get ugly. <laughs> Ever thought of starting your own sports book but don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. But, uh, all right. So let's go with our all-bubble teams. Um, I more or less tried to do like an all-NBA team with positions. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I really did. I don't know. We didn't – neither of us said we had to do that. But uh, I'll let you uh, go ahead and go first with your uh, – did you did you try to do guards, forwards, center? Or I did, yeah. I did two guards, two forwards, and a center. Where do we want to start? Oh. Uh, go ahead and start with your guards. All right. So – I I will say my picks will 
get a, I guess, more more controversial as we go along. But at point guard, I had Dame Willard. Um, really nowhere else to look. I mean, if you want to look for a more niche player, I think campaign definitely has a take in terms of just like overall improvement over average level. I mean, he's looked like he's been fucking awesome as a reserve guard. So certainly on the most improved players list. Exactly. So I want to give him a shout out there too. Um, but yeah, Dame, I mean, look, 51, 61, putting his team on his back, talking shit. And uh, Dame Willard is rapidly solidifying his position as one of my favorite players in the NBA and certainly deserving a first team all bubble. Absolutely. Uh, he's averaging 37 points and has just really been leading his team to some really exciting wins. Definitely. If I were the Lakers, I'd be scared of the trailblazers. I know people have been saying that all along, but they look legit, especially with Nurkic uh, back to full health. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely going to be a tough matchup and um, the Blazers don't fear the Lakers is, is what makes that such a tough matchup. I mean, look, that Memphis team looked, they, they looked pretty good throughout the regular season, but you always knew when they got to the playoffs, they would be young and, you know, they would be, it would be the bright lights. This Portland team is not fucking around, even though they are the eight seed. So they're, they're going to go into that series expecting to and thinking they can win it. I'll obviously be picking the Lakers, but um, yeah, Dame is a lock for first team. I'll bubble PG. Absolutely. I mean, people shouldn't forget, and I, I've mentioned this many times, so if you're a regular listener, you probably won't forget this, but, you know, this is a Western Conference Finals team from last season, and uh, they did not have Nurkic all through the playoffs. They had Ennis Cantor. Nurkic is a huge step up from Ennis Cantor. So, uh, yeah, they look for them to be dangerous in these playoffs. They ended up making it in. Um, as far as whether we can continue seeing these – uh, high point totals put up by Lillard going forward in the playoffs. You know, we have to end up seeing what uh, books set his player props at, but he's hot right now. I don't see him cooling off. So, yeah, definitely uh, look to see if you can get a good price, but uh, look for the over on him. Yeah, I mean, look, does I mean, now that now that the Lakers have lost uh... – they lost Avery Bradley and they lost Rajon Rondo. I mean, this is kind of the worst the worst case scenario for the Lakers had to deal with a super dynamic point guard and they don't really have I mean, is Danny Green gonna guard Dane Lillard in the first round of the playoffs? I mean, I don't know. KCP, Alex Caruso, they don't really have a good matchup for Dame. So I mean, obviously the bookie, the bookie knows it too, but uh Dame Lillard should have a absolutely huge series against that Lakers perimeter defense, uh regardless of what those lines are set at. I agree, and 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 we're not, you know, Damon's like the big story from these uh, from these bubble games so far for Portland. But we shouldn't forget how good C.J. McCollum and Gary Trent Jr. have also been from the perimeter. So if you put down your shut, you know, if you Lakers don't even really have a shutdown perimeter player, but even if they do, they put the him on Dame. That leaves uh, McCollum and Gary Trent Jr. open, and and Melo's actually been good from three as well. So they just look dangerous all the way around. Um, uh, you know, Nurkic cleaning up down low. Yeah, I guess I do like these trailblazers, even though I, I have to root against them. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm going to go with my second guard. I, I had to go Devin Booker. I mean, his, he, he's the best player on a 7-0 and team in the bubble. He's been, score, uh, he's been averaging 31 points. Just had some uh, amazing moments. Uh, you know, he, uh, he 
made huge steps this season under Monty Williams. Uh, you know, played a little less selfish, got his teammates more involved going forward, and that's really shown in this bubble. Uh, it was an easy choice for me here. I don't, I'm probably don't, don't know if you agree with me or not, but uh, who do you got in your second guard spot? I uh, I went with Devin Booker as well, and obviously uh, not that uh, controversial podcasting, but um, all the reasons you said, 7-0 and ball club, and um, look, he's putting up 63% true shooting on 34% usage, six assists per game. I mean, Devin Booker, if he can continue this for a whole season, he's a superstar, and um, yeah, I, I had to uh, put him on this team. I mean, he's looking like a flat-out alpha on a playoff team, which is not something that I you know, as an outsider, and I'm not a Suns fan, that's not something that I think most people thought he was uh, coming into this season. So, Oh, um, absolutely. I mean, I've had many of arguments with a uh, fellow Suns fan about whether Devin Booker is a true star player or not. And coming into this season, I feel like the consensus, even with a lot of Suns fans, was no. Uh, I was on the side of yes, but I, I think he shut a lot of those haters up this season. Even though the Suns had a lot of trouble winning this season, he has looked great. So, uh, all right, we're, we're locked in with uh, – and, and if the Suns make it into the playoffs, I don't see any reason for him slowing down. Um, all right, so who is your first forward? All right, so this one I'm sure we're going to agree again, and you kind of had to throw him on here just because of the hoopla, but TJ Warren was my first forward. I mean, I know we, 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 we've talked about him all week, so we won't say much more, but uh, just an absolutely awesome performance and certainly – qualifies for the narrative of someone who has you know stepped up in the bubble and been more than what we expected of him i agree um stepped up when they really needed him with sabonis out uh stepped you know malcolm brodigan has been banged up as well um he's looked great i can't you know uh i can't put it by him he he's been averaging 31 points he's had some just monster games uh he's still not necessarily like an all-around player. I think he's what averaging like one assist per game or something like yeah, that. Less than two assists a game. Yeah. So not great, but um, I would say that if Sabonis comes back for the playoffs, I would look for Warren's production to drop off. Yeah, and actually that's that's a good point to bring us back to the player prop angle. I mean, Indiana is facing the the Heat in the first round, and. That's locked in, and Jimmy Butler is going to lock up T.J. Warren. Uh, you can book that right now. Um, yeah. I, 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 there's no question in my mind. I mean, this is playoff Jimmy we're talking about. And I think clearly, I mean, I, I would focus on T.J. Warren over Oladipo right now. Um, yeah. I think Jimmy will draw that assignment. I agree with you. And uh, in that sense, I, if he's able to shut down Warren, I do like the heat in that series. How about you? Yeah, no, I, I actually wrote in the Slack just now um, – out of the out of the uh, Eastern Conference matchups, with all just dropped. I think my most confident um, hot take, obviously beyond the fact that I think Milwaukee and Toronto will win easily, is that I think the Heat take care of the Pacers in four or five games. That's great. Yeah, I like that. Um, definitely on the Heat side as well. Uh, Bam Adebayo not having a great bubble. Uh, not having a great bubble performance yet, like from just like raw numbers wise, he's been good on defense, but I definitely uh, expect him to step up once the heat are firing on all cylinders in the playoffs. Uh, all right. Going to our next forward spot. Um, I'm not sure if this one's going to be controversial or not. It was a real easy pick for me. 
Uh, Michael Porter Jr. really stepped up, started, he, you know, started every game, averaged 34 and a half minutes, averaged 24 points, nine rebounds, eight and a half assists, eight and a half assists, and 46% from three. I mean, those numbers right now, they really remind me of, besides the three-pointer, because he was never that great of a three-point shooter, those numbers remind me of a, a young Blake Griffin. Um, and that's what he really reminds me of right now. I, I can see him being a better three-point shooter, Blake Griffin type. Yeah, I, I like I like Michael Porter Jr. a lot, and I think that, that that's a good pick. I was definitely thinking about going there, and no disagreement there. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's looked awesome, and I, I love his potential in Denver, and he's going to be really exciting in the playoffs. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbooks with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm stands thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every game and gives you the reasoning behind why you should place the bet and also shows you top best bets that have been the most profitable to make sure you're cashing in. BetQL has sharp data for NBA, MLB, and NHL. So if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. If you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers for sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bet. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter promo code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. My next one you're going to laugh at, and I'm glad uh, that, that we have some disagreement. Um, I'm going to go with Thomas Bryant here. Um, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so, um, you know, shout out to the Wizards. Um, I, I had I, you know, really wanted to give him a shout out, and I think he's been one of the biggest bright spots of the bubbles that haven't gotten really light shown him because he's not doing it in a winning context. But you look at the bubble for Thomas Bryant, 18 points, nine boards, two blocks a game, 50% from the floor, 40% from three, taking almost five threes per game. Um, you know, really looking like a solid offensive player and a guy that really showed out in the bubble here, um, albeit in a bad situation. So he, he's kind of been looking for a, a breakthrough his whole career. And I think, this bubble really was that for him. Um, and he looks like a guy that can, you know, come close to being a 20 and 10 center down the line. I mean, maybe he's good stats, bad team. And I think there's definitely a good case for that, but um, really impressed by, by, by Thomas Bryant and bubble. I absolutely agree. And he's, I don't think I said it on this podcast, but I, I definitely remember saying um, I was looking for the one bright spot I was looking forward to on the wizards was watching uh, Thomas Bryant and seeing how he can evolve as being, you know, the main guy, more or less. I thought Brian, I always liked Bryant still don't think he's anywhere near all bubble, but uh, I'll give him a most, in, you know, <laughs> consideration for most improved. Give him most, most niche, uh, most niche bubble performance was uh, Thomas Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so go ahead in. Uh, oh, he's obviously not going on to the playoffs, so we don't need to talk about him about if his numbers will continue. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., depending on what you know, I don't know if the hype is so high that uh, bookmakers might make his player props a little too high. It really depends on whether Mike Malone decides to start him or not. I really think he should be started with Will Barton going to the sixth spot, which we mentioned on yesterday's podcast, but um. 
yeah, definitely look for Michael Porter Jr. to stir some shit up in the playoffs. All right, final spot. You want to go ahead and uh, announce your center? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is one that is very underrated right now, and that's Kristaps Porzingis. He's been having an absolutely huge bubble. I mean, I didn't even really realize he, you know, he's at 31 points, 10 boards per game, 48% from the floor, 38% from three, 89% from the line. You're looking at almost a 50-40-90 shooting performance from Kristaps here. Um, he's taking seven threes a game. He's taking 10 free throws a game. Um, so just super efficient scoring. Um, averaging 36 minutes a game here in the bubble. That's the highest of his career. He's never averaged more than 32 uh, for a full season he was averaging five free throw attempts in the regular season, up to 10 per game here in the bubble, as I said. So he's been really aggressive, and he's looked as good as he's looked. I mean, look, Porzingis has done this often, and I'm a Knicks fan. I can tell you he starts off seasons really hot, and he calms down. So I hope he can keep it up. But I wanted to give a shout-out because he is, is putting on the type of performance right now that makes you want to believe in a Luca Porzingis core long-term in Dallas. Well, you know – I get what you're saying about him starting off hot and cooling down when he was with the Knicks, but you got to admit, like he didn't play with anybody even near Luca's level when he was in New York and the way that those two are working together, you know, I'm not saying he's going to put up these high numbers going forward forever, but as long as he's healthy, I really like this core. Yeah, no doubt, and I and I I, I was I wasn't meaning to say that his numbers have fallen off. I think from a conditioning perspective, when he was in New York earlier in his career, he would start off, you know, going crazy, blocking shots, getting up for sick dunks, and then he would tire out. But he looks like he's in much better shape. He has some thicker legs and uh, you know a bigger body overall. He's pretty strong. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, Kristaps Porzingis does not get talked about um, as much as he should in, in terms of the elite big man in this league because he has a ceiling that few guys can touch in terms of the shooting on one end and the rib protection on the other. Well, he certainly was talked about a lot in the same breath as Embiid, you know, early on in their seasons when, you know, they both look, you know, they were both being called the unicorns and, and then, you know, he got hurt for a while and, and it took him a while to come back this season, but it seems all the way back. And, and you're right. I mean, he deserves to be talked about, uh, as one of the best young centers in the league. So, uh, yes, I was going back and forth between him and your boy Jokic. And, you know, I had to end up going with Jokic because he has played every game. Uh, they're three and three in the bubble, and they've had just been decimated by injuries. Uh, he's been averaging 32 points, uh, 21, I mean, 32 minutes, 21 points, 7.6 rebounds, and eight and a half assists now those aren't nearly as high as his numbers could be but i feel like he did everything he needed to to get his team some wins and i don't even think they were trying to win every game we'll see what they do tonight against the clippers uh for their seventh game but you know uh i i gave the nod to him because uh porzingis sat a game and it looks like he might sit a second game so um yeah i had to end up going with nurkit uh Jokic. Yeah, no, I, li- I like that pick too. And like you said, I mean, he's absolutely carried them. And their bubble has been quiet, but their bubble has been effective. And they they look like they're slotted into a good matchup. And he obviously just had, you know, a great bubble. I was also considering him for the first team center position. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Nuggets did say that they, Mike Malone, just as we're recording, came out and said they're going to go with a more 
you know, development style approach against the Clippers tonight. So we'll see if that line moves or what happens there. Um, but um, yeah, Jokic definitely deserving and continues his ascent as one of the, you know, 10 best players in the NBA. I'm willing to say that now. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that if we're talking about him going forward, uh, player props wise in the playoffs, I could see his numbers definitely coming up as the team gets healthier and he doesn't have to, you know, I, I can see his points coming up. I can see his assists coming up. Um, I don't know. What do you think? How, what were his numbers during the season? Uh, they were higher, weren't they? I think he was probably around like 23, eight and eight or somewhere around there, 10 and eight, but you can that much check. No problem. I, I think, look, I think Jokic in the playoffs, the guy who can, he can approach the game either way. Um, I talked about this before. He can either approach as a scorer and, and you, and he will hammer a player prop over. Um, or he can also have those random games where he's super reticent and he's looking to pass and he also can play really well in that style too. But um, I think you want to be watching this team and sort of getting a feel for where Jokic is at, because usually um, when he, when, when he puts up huge games, he either does it with rebounds and assists or he does it with points. Um, so, you know, you want to be potentially playing one of those player props and not both. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Um, there's some other quick names I wanted to throw out. Uh, you know, I, I did consider Luca. He, you know, led the bubble with 11 assists a game, uh, but you know, didn't end up playing every game. Not the best uh, winning percentage. Like, you know, lost some games they probably should have won. So I didn't go with him there. Uh, Nurkic, very exciting that he's back to full strength. Love him with Damian Lillard. Uh, Duncan Robinson, looking good still for the Heat. Um, I would caution people of thinking that he might continue this. I do think that as they get full, you know, press playoffs, they might really focus in on him and he'll be going against a lot tougher defenses. Um, and the last two players I'll throw out, we already mentioned him earlier, but Mikhail Bridges, he is uh, my all defensive first team for the bubble. Uh, I mean, just shut everybody down on the perimeter. And then Kendall Johnson for the Spurs much about him but uh he looked great he even had a 20 point game so look for him to really uh you know improve with the spurs going forward yeah those those are those are both those are all great great calls kelvin johnson definitely someone to shout out um i got two more gary trent jr um i think he's been talked about a lot but he's played really well in the bubble and then another one i wanted to give a shout out to was um probably where's that name oh grayson allen um you know, I, I'm not a huge Grayson Allen fan as a guy, um, but, you know, 66% true shooting in the bubble, or effective field goal percentage. And, um, you know, he's been, he's been really good. Um, you know, even 68% true shooting, sorry. Um, so coming off the bench and looking like a long-term piece in Memphis for a team that will need shooting around John Morant. I agree. All right. Well, this has been uh, gone a little longer tonight, but that was fun going to the all uh, bubble team. Uh, Zach and I will be back tomorrow to uh, pick Friday's games. We're also going to talk a little more about uh, how we feel about the teams going into the playoffs, uh, more of an overall look. And uh, yeah, anything else you want to throw out before we get going? No, uh, really fun podcast. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm coming.